things are going to show up on time for Christmas. Based on everything being announced today, yeah. can this administration guarantee that holiday packages will arrive on time? We are not the Postal Service or UPS or FedEx. Uh, we cannot guarantee. What we can do is use every lever at the federal government disposal to reduce uh, delays, to ensure that we are uh, addressing bottlenecks in the system, including uh, ports and the, the need for them to be open longer hours so that goods can arrive. Uh, and we can continue to press uh, not only uh, workers and, and unions, but also companies to take as many steps as they can to reduce these delays. First, it is not incumbent upon the federal government to make sure you get your Xbox. Just just so we're clear. But any uh, federal government that doesn't understand that getting the Christmas gifts on time is a big indicator about how you feel about the economy and how you feel about the country, well, of course they do. Of course it's not their responsibility. But this idea that they're going to, you know, Push the ports and push the truckers. I want to get into that, and that's why I want to hear from truckers. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. But it was this. Uh, it, she's asked about prices, specifically meat prices. And she engages a very strange one-two punch that shows the levels to which this administration is covering for the rising costs in inflation. I know you do, but... When the deceleration is happening slower, perhaps, than people expected a few months ago, yeah. and people are still paying 10 or 15 or 20% more for meat, and they're saying, why was it supposed to be transitory three months ago, three months ago, and we're still here? Does that make things more difficult to explain? As to why this is well, it requires us explaining and through working with all of you as well that um, the cost of meat is also related to competition and uh, uh, the, the small number of large uh, meat producers who have a dominance over the market. And uh, the fact that a lot of these issues are uh, not as simple as a one sentence explanation uh, and that different industries have different issues in the supply chains, different issues that are causing some increases in prices, and also because we all understand the American people are not looking at cost-to-cost -cost comparisons from this year to two years ago. They're looking at cost-to-cost -cost comparisons to their checkbooks from eight months ago or 12 months ago. And even though factually, if you look back to two years ago, things may be comparative, that's not how people look at things. So our objective here is to tackle each of these issues uh, with the approach that we think will help address it in the shortest term. What the bloody heck kind of word salad is that? We don't compare things to two years ago. We, we, we compare things all the time. We're all comparing the prices all the time. Of course we are. We're taking a look at everything. We're seeing how it's, how it's affecting us. We're seeing how it is affecting our kids. When we can't buy... A steak because it's simply unaffordable. It's out of the range. Chicken is up. Milk is up. We were talking about this months ago. It's still up and growing. But nothing was more peculiar than Biden discussing how he's going to solve the problem at the ports. You understand the problem. We have ships, massive cargo ships, 70 plus all at a time waiting to get into port to get unloaded. They can't get unloaded. We don't have the people. There's, there's other issues. It's, it's been a bottleneck. 
So Joe Biden takes to the microphone some 38 minutes late yesterday and says, here's how we're going to solve this, mother. Here's how we're going to handle this, you know, you know, the thing. The ports of Los Angeles, the port of Los Angeles announced today that it's going to be begin operating 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This follows the port of Long Beach's commitment to 24-7 that it announced just weeks ago. 24-7 system, what most of the leading countries in the world already operate on now, except us, until now. This is the first key step toward moving our entire freight, transportation, and logistical supply chain nationwide to a 24-7 system. And here's why it matters. Traditionally, our ports have only been open during the week, Monday through Friday, and they're generally closed down at nights and on weekends. By staying open seven days a week, through the night and on the weekends, the port of Los Angeles will open over 60 extra hours a week will be open. Now, I heard this and I said out loud, the port isn't open 24-7? That's, really? The port's not open 24-7? I, I, I was very surprised by that. Shocked by, by that revelation. What an odd thing. And then I said to myself, but wait a second. If the ports were never open 24-7 and we didn't have supply chain issues before, opening the ports 24-7 doesn't change the subject, does it? It doesn't solve a problem. They were open 9 to 5, banker's hours, yet somehow the shelves were full of all the stuff we wanted to buy, no matter what shelf we went to. And now it's less. So the answer is more hours? No, that can't be it. And, of course, you get to the question of, well, who's going to work there? Now, I have read, and maybe things changed, and maybe a deal was worked out with the longshoremen, with the unions, that you've got contracts with the longshoremen unions that prevent the ports from op operating 24-7, as they do, for example, in Asia. Never mind what the costs would be and what that cost uh, is going to then come to you, me, and we, the end user, because, of course, it will. Oh, what they're going to pressure the businesses not to take, uh, not to pass those along to absorb those costs. You're pressuring businesses to get us all vaccinated. You're pressuring businesses to absorb costs. Eventually, the business says, "You know what? Enough of this corporatist America. Screw off." And it is a corporatist America. It seems pretty obvious. We'll get into that in, a, in the future. The costs will come to us because the labor cost has to go up. In the meantime, where are you going to find the people? Where in the world are the people who are going to work at this 24-7 port? In total, that will almost double the number of hours that the port is open for business from earlier this year. That means an increase in the hours for workers to be moving cargo off ships onto trucks and rail cars to get to their destination. No. No, it's not. Because it doesn't solve the problem that you have more hours to move the cargo off the ship doesn't mean you have the personnel to move the cargo off the ship. And more than that, the night hours are critical for increasing the movement of goods because highways, highways are less crowded in the evening, at night. In fact, during off-peak hours in Los Angeles, cargo leaves the port at a 25% faster pace 
and during the day shift. Well, of course it does. Thank you for that. Less cars in the evening. That man is an absolute genius. Your president, everybody, Joe Biden. Don't the same rules apply? Where are the truckers? Don't the same rules apply? And aren't there rules about how many hours a trucker can go in a day? This is why I want to hear from the truckers. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Chad, uh, the, the man drives a the man drives a truck. Chad, hey. I appreciate you calling in. Uh wh- first of all, what do you drive and where are you driving to and from? What's your like your normal routine? Hey, it's an honor to speak uh, speak with you, Tony. I'm uh, I've got an 06 Peterbilt. Been driving over the road here several years. This is my second stint in it. I think one of the biggest things that we're facing, you got hours of service. You're allowed 14 hours of on-service. Of those 14, you get 11 hours of drive time. A lot of the problem I run into on a daily basis, you get to these places to unload. You could be sitting there anywhere between five, six, seven hours. Once, And that goes against your hours of service. Now, there are right. things you can put on there if you want to go to off-duty and things, but, you know, it, it if this jack wagon was serious about increasing the, the throughput and getting the goods from the shoreline to inland, he would, he would look at the 11 hours and say, look, what if we give every truck driver another three hours a day? Let's give them 14 hours a day of drive time. You, know, you wouldn't necessarily have to change the, hours, the total hours, but give them to where they can drive 14 hours. We'd have to split that up on our own so this, in, in whatever makes sense. Now, now, take me back a little bit, Chad, because I, I do talk yeah. to you guys and I pay attention. This was a problem having to do with digital logging. Uh, we were discussing this a couple of years ago, that the way you guys have to log your travel time, that you're, you're never able to get a, a full day's ride in, if you will, because even if you're sitting in traffic, right, or even if you're having a meal or whatever, that's all counted against you, and you can't just, you know, be a rational person and drive as you need to. That was part of the problem, and now you're saying that this compounds the problem in terms of getting more goods moved in a quicker pace. Absolutely, you've got you've got you've got shortages. You know the, the companies are having a hard time getting people to go to work. Obviously, well, if they have a harder time getting people to work, what do they require? They, they your employees have to work more hours. Well, the, if we lose hours waiting for, to get unloaded and loaded, we have no way of making it up. So you know, I'm on my way back from Montana right now, and and, and technically it should be about a two and a half three day trip. Well, if we went 14 hours drive time a day. That would take my time down to two days legally, which would in turn get me back out on the road to take something somewhere else. I mean, like I said, if he was serious, they did this for LP a while back when there was an LP shortage. People were having a hard time getting getting LP to the to the rural areas. They they disregarded the hours of service. Those guys could run, uh, and I don't deliver to LP, so I don't know exactly the rule, but I do know that they, they took away the hours of service mandate to where they opened it up to, to, to free them up a little bit more. And if he was serious about, if he was 14 hours of drive time and somehow work into where if you lose seven hours waiting to get loaded, if you go to sleep or birth, and there are guys that, that, that do that, and you can. But so so a couple things. Hours, a couple things. Yeah. And, Chad, I – we can feel the frustration in you because it's more than just being able to do your job. This is how you get paid, and you could see a, a great economic opportunity in this. A couple things about what he said. First, LP is liquid propane. 
just so we're all clear. And why can't a a, a guy who, who drives, or a woman who drives, okay, it's going to take five hours before I can uh, uh, unload, go in the sleeper berth, go where you can sleep in the truck and get rest. Why can't that be done? What, what Chad is engaged in, and Chad, I appreciate the phone call, man. Stay in touch with us. Uh, keep letting us know what's going on and safe travels. He's engaged in a rational conversation about what the trucker actually does and how to do it better. When do you think Joe Biden actually spoke to anyone like Chad? Now, somebody else sent me on, on Twitter, and yes, this is very, very true. I haven't, it's, it's true that it's possible. I haven't gotten more on it. When California instituted AB5, Assembly Bill 5, that they were so proud about, this was a pro-union bill that said you can't work the gig economy if you work for more than was it 30 days or 30 hours whatever it is well you got to be you got to be full time and benefits and everything else oh and then pay your union dues it destroyed the gig economy and these people in California were overjoyed by it then they kept Gavin Newsom in office so i don't feel anything for them at all but if you're a trucker trying to get the goods there in uh California but there's a law that prevents the gig economy. If you're an owner-operator, are you able to do the work? Are you able to do the work, yes or no? I'm an owner-operator. Is it the gig economy? What if I only drive two days a week and I do something else three days a week? Is it? Am I allowed to in California? One of the things that we see time and again is that, and and this is true of this administration, this administration, these leftists, have no real-world experience. Everything for them happened in the faculty lounge. Everything happened to them in the speakeasy where they just talked about how they would do it better, but, you know, they wouldn't be as bad as those other socialists. They know the right way to do it because they have the secret knowledge, man. They have been, they really have the understanding that these other people don't, and they've been in the faculty lounge surrounded by layers and layers of protection, of bureaucracy, of tenure. They, can, they are gods on campuses, and the, the campuses are palaces. And so they come up with nonsense, ridiculous ideas. They have never once acted in the real world, and then they apply it in the real world, and they go, hmm, that didn't seem to be successful. I wonder what they did wrong. I have another idea. Let's take their money and try this idea. Hmm, I'll be sitting here comfortably waiting. And that's what happens. They don't talk to Chad. Chad is, 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 is like a... Is, is a problem, is the impediment. If Chad would just work harder within our rules that are arcane, everything would be fine. That's what they think of Chad. I, I don't. They do. So have they created the situations by which the problem now exists, specifically in California? Very possible. But are they engaged in rational thinking for how to get out of the problem? Well, I think Chad played that out pretty well. He's not arguing that you should be more than 14 hours. You need to get your rest. But maybe being able to utilize the whole 14 hours or be able to place the 14 hours as is necessary based on conditions on the ground may be helpful. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.